Welcome to The Middle Space with Katie and Georgina. The podcast for being content with who you are and making the grey area more comfortable. Okay, cool. So, welcome back to our... Well, episode. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of second, but kind of yeah, eighth. I don't know. I've lost track. Mm. I think so too. But it's really exciting to be back. By the way, (laughs) it is. I know. We were just we were just saying it does feel like ages. It does feel like ages. But like just to fill gap between when we last spoke to you and when we speak to you now, we have met in person for the first time. (laughs) It, It kind of feels like internet dating. Does so yeah so I think we at this point I'm going to give a very brief summary of our relationship George yeah yeah, our relationship I was going to say what you did that we did that weekend well we'll get there don't rush the romantic story so I mean it was back in the depths of COVID wasn't it I don't even know what month it is um it was rather um and we kind of we were in a, another Facebook group, weren't we? And yeah. our eyes met over a the forum. group that we love, by the way. A group. This is very true. Very true. Knobs um, for life. Um, and uh, yeah, our eyes met across the Facebook forum. Yeah, I can't remember, but I did into your DMs, didn't I? You did slide into my DMs. Yeah. And we got chatting and realised there's lots of very weird coincidences between us. Yeah, we um, come from a similar place, but then both went to a uni, which not many people go to. Mm, and place. we have hobbies that not a lot of people are into. And we generally get on like a house on fire. So, yeah, we've been talking for months probably nearly a year probably I don't know we'll have to check that but more, yeah, yeah I it must be more than a year now I'm gonna look well bear with and yeah we well, met we started day, talking. We? did we start in like September October I, bear with me bear with me you know what it does I think it just shows really that you can become a friend with somebody and it feels like you've known them your whole life the 4th of October Okay, God, it feels like so long ago. 2020. I know. So, yeah, so I actually came to see you, didn't I, at the weekend? And we had a rather fabulous time. I mean, it did help that Anglesey looked like Barbados. I mean, it was rather eventful as well. I mean, just to put it out there, you know. We fell in a ditch. We did all sorts. Yeah, we, I mean, we didn't, the car did. I'm not, well, we were in said car when it went into yeah, the ditch. Yeah, I drove the car into a ditch. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't fall in the ditch. It was all very emotional. Into the ditch. So when Katie arrived at 10 o'clock on um, the Thursday night, I was still working. So we yeah. chatted rubbish while I um, tried to finish work that took probably 20 times longer than it would if I'd just actually just got mm-hmm. on with it instead of just chatting that's the story of my life really. we yep. went to bed didn't we because we, we started the next day and 
we I worked we worked the morning both of us you were very busy working on Martha and I was uh, yeah. working we had a couple of calls that morning um yeah and you know a little bit coaching calls and that kind of thing and then um and then what did we do then we headed off to one a uh, beautiful place where the car park is made of tarmac and round the edge of the tarmac is a ditch and I just chatting shit and wrote drove straight into it yeah and after, the car. Uh, um so a few very nice men tried to help unfortunately the car was too heavy to pull out and then yeah. I phoned Aaron who basically told me that like thanks for letting me know but I don't know what I can do <laughs> yeah helpful and then um I then spent the next like 20 minutes crying behind my sunglasses as very kind people came up <laughs> to us to say oh god it's so hard when something like this happens it just knocks your confidence so much well yeah and I was literally this one was like oh you must be so it's horrible it makes you teary and I was literally there were tears behind my son uh, and I was literally standing there about to shout to this woman can't you how can you not see that she's and I'm crying. literally crying and I'm, I'm trying to go so calm I'm trying I'm trying to stay calm because if I go off we're screwed yeah <laughs> we're- I already phoned Darren, who was like, let me know how you get on, bye. And then, like, I phoned my mother-in-law, who didn't answer, because I thought maybe my father-in-law might be able to help. I phoned a garage nearby, who basically turned around and said, like, sorry, can't help. And then I called another garage, uh, a recovery company, who, um, because we didn't need full recovery. We just needed someone, to what Aaron would say, yeet us out of the... (laughs) <laughs> it's just his favorite word um just to get us out of the ditch and luckily while we were sitting on a blanket with the dog sweating um, drinking drinking i was drinking a vodka coke you were drinking a gin and tonic out of a can um we um some very kind men pulled up and said like there's quite a lot of us we'll give it a go and very kindly lifted me out of the ditch as I reverse backwards and then he said to me reverse further so you don't roll back I was driving back into said ditch, ditch on the way out we kept bumping into them didn't we all the way around on this walk because eventually we did go for the walk seeing as our we did eventually yeah bumping, and we'd had a drink and <laughs> yeah so we uh we went for this walk and we kept bumping into them and he's like don't get stuck in any ditches <laughs> But I mean, was, for like I know how things just life is just a revolving door of shit that happens to you. <laughs> Positivity from Georgina Merkel. <laughs> well, it is because no, it is. what happens is you get in a bad situation and eventually you have enough confidence or self-esteem and you build yeah. yourself up to leave that situation and then you go on to something else. But no matter once you've left that situation that shit you'll end up in another one at some point in the future and another one and then when you feel like you're in a really good place then there's no way you're gonna end up in any bad more situ- any bad situations you fall into a ditch right so i mean so it's like positive spin from me um because that can you tell that georgina has just got a lot to get off her chest today <laughs> positive spin is that actually there are loads of kind people out there and whilst there is a few people that did have slight busybody vibes about them at their end of the day they were just trying to be kind and yeah 
like we were there and if you counted all them up there must have been 20 people that offered to help us in the space of 20 minutes yeah do you know what and actually very kind yeah shit happens (laughs) but and there are shit people as well there are equally as many if not more nicer people but it's just unfortunately those nice people don't tend to shout as loud yeah, do you know what? That is so true. And I and I say it, it's all about mindset because in yeah. that moment I was upset and of I was like, freaking out. But do you know what? When we sorted it out, mm-hmm. it was we had the we had a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Like everything even we were straight away we bounced back. And that yeah. I think is testament to personally how much I've grown as a person. Oh, because completely. that kind of thing would have literally derailed me for yeah. days. Yeah, because I would have been embarrassed. I would have been ashamed. I would have been crying. I mean, I even spoke to my dad that yeah. night, and I was laughing about it on the phone. And I said, "Oh, I ended up in a ditch today." And this- <laughs> luckily, there were some people that lifted the car out. And he was like, "I can't believe you're laughing about this." And I was like, "Well, this- it's done now. We've well, we were already bottle of wine deep. I mean, so always easier." But now, at the end of the day, though, like as you said, we didn't get back in the car and go home. We went for the walk. No about it 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 was a funny things turn into a funny story sometimes it takes a little bit longer but actually fundamentally the car was fine we were fine the dog was fine people were really kind we had a lovely weekend she happens yeah hashtag like you know so and we we did some lovely stuff and the weather was amazing i mean how we were focusing on that bit of bad luck but bearing in mind this is north wales one of the wettest places in the country and we had such good weather i mean no and that's what i always think people don't you know when you're in that mindset of you have those days where you hit every red light and everything seems to go wrong and all this kind of stuff it's only because you're noticing it and actually you have plenty of days where you hit every green light and there could have been traffic but you get there five minutes earlier than usual like there's all those days but we don't tend to notice them we are more trained to recognize the bad days you are so true there completely you know and it's hard like because i think I often think negative emotions are, I mean, they're harder to deal with than positive ones. They um, are. They are. And, and we all, we, you know, we talk about like negative bias and yeah, how our brains are skewed to kind of yeah. think upon the negative. Um, but we actually had a great time, didn't we? Yeah, we did. like that, of, of, of one thing, and um, we you know after we walked and we went down um we went for a little dr- like random wander down some roads in the car <laughs> and then um, we went and got ice cream and yeah hot tub followed by uh, we went out didn't we yep had some bevs absolutely and yeah we had great weekend with fabulous weather and company and food and it was great i mean at the end of the day that weekend was the sum up of probably one of the worst um, most difficult 18 months you know we were in a global pandemic you know we both had businesses building and dealing with mental health and big life events I mean you're getting married all this kind of stuff yeah 
we've become best pals and we've up and fundamentally that that weekend was the result of a really shit weekend yet we've had this amazing weekend with a person that we wouldn't have met otherwise I mean if we're going to talk about taking the positives and you know we're both against this kind of toxic positivity but I think sometimes you do have to stop and force yourself that yes the shit but there's also positivity there's we there needs to be that healthy balance in life and you have to recognize both yeah yeah um Uh, it's just yeah I mean it was yeah we had such a good weekend I can't even sum up how good of a weekend we had yeah and and how much fun we had and and like yeah just what we what we did no Um, and I think yeah and it's it's all about kind of shaking things up and how you move on from it and you know life could be very easy and coast but actually you get bored of that really quickly yeah and you know what that it's made me think you know this week it's all been about the hot weather and I think that hot weather does that to people it you know it makes people act differently and do different things I mean I, I told you earlier I've moved to mum and dad's just for the week and I mean it's it's five minutes down the road I mean it's my childhood home I mean it's uh, it's hardly dramatic but slight change in pace is actually been really good for me but I know that the heat could be sort of screwed I mean you've said you've had a busy week but you've and you've been tired and things haven't gone well but it's changes is good really yeah I mean we, I mean, it goes on to the next thing on our list to talk about, really, which is the weather. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but it has... It, it, we are not prepared for extreme weather in this country. No. no. We're not. We don't no. cope well with the snow. Everybody wants a snow day. I mean, basically, the British public just like a day off, don't they? If it's cold yeah, and snowing, we don't want to go out because we don't want to go to work. If it's really hot, well, it's too hot to work. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, it's that change in um temperature and like my office is somewhere that is so hot in the weather that just means that you know even with the window open the air up it was just unbelievable so we end up working most of our week downstairs or outside or sitting on the floor or that kind of thing I mean it's nice it's good to get to get some difference in um but yeah I just found it really hard to concentrate this week not um out of any procrastination I mean probably just tiredness to be perfectly honest yeah I did that thing I said I would never do after COVID, which was that thing I did, um, <laughs> which was plan my weekends so that I was yeah. fully booked and always busy and always doing stuff because that was, I, I remember our, when, you know, when COVID was incoming and we were in that weird period where yeah. we were all talking about it, but we didn't really know what was going to happen. And yeah. where are we going to have a lockdown? Because we've never had a lockdown before. And mm-hmm. like, workplace is going to close and how is it going to work? And Italy are in a, a, mm-hmm. a horrendous state of lockdown and we just didn't know. And yeah. I looked at my calendar for March, April and May and it was absolutely packed. Every single weekend had one long, a weekend long plan or multiple plans that just yep. overwhelmed, was overwhelming. And then we went into lockdown and all of that got cancelled. And um, I actually breathed a sigh of relief at the beginning of lockdown because I was heading towards burnout completely and utterly. And I said to myself, one of the things I said was, I will not end up in that position again. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my calendar and... July and August have ended up like that luckily not this weekend you know um yeah 
I've been really, you know, I kept the the plans cancelled and I kept it for on purpose. But um, yeah, my August looks yeah. packed and, and that. But I am making a conscious effort when plans come in to not sandwich them again. So, you know, yeah. I've fallen back into that trap, but like recognising that habit and not doing it again. I think that's just what it was this week. I was just tired. We had yeah. a lot on. And it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, it's just a, mm-hmm. a, a life cycle. One week, something can be so productive and get so much done and just be on it. Yeah. And then other weeks, I just can't be flat out bothered perfectly. But I think it's a sign though, and I think it's with the weather that, I mean, I've been lucky that actually I thought it would throw me off and it didn't. And I think there's a lesson there in terms of, you know, bad might not happen. You know, it it can be a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, I think, you know, when I still hot weather, because I don't like hot weather. I burn, I get sunstroke very easily. For those of you who don't know, I'm a ginger, not genetically made for this situation. Um, And I was a bit concerned because it can throw off. And actually, change was good for me. I obviously needed it. But even if it had been bad, and even with you with a busy weekend, bad thing, you can have a bad day, doesn't mean a bad week. You can have a bad week and it doesn't mean a bad month or year. It's that take it for what it is. And a bit like the car in the ditch doesn't make it a bad weekend. All it means is that your car's in a ditch. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything else. And it can be very, oh, it's a bad omen, bad week, bad things come in threes, bad things happen. Yeah, they do. And you know what? It might be a shit weekend, but... There's no reason for that. This is, you know, it's, it's not bad karma or something. It just shit happens. Yeah. And actually, the more you dwell on the bad stuff, the more you notice the bad stuff and the more it just rolls on and on. And actually, at some point, you've got to go, right, okay, this is shit, but you can go now, let it go, in the words of Adina Menzel. I can't believe I've just done a Frozen reference. <laughs> um and actually, once you let, once you wave that little cloud over your head, good things miraculously start happening. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a hard one, but I think it's, I mean, as I was doing um, research the other day, you know, one of the biggest factors to do with positive mental health or people that have good mental health are all have an ability to be, um, they have, um, what is it? They are, their mindset is adaptable. Yeah. So they are able to have these bad things happen for them to not bounce off, but they're able to shake it off and move on. And actually those people that are able to do that are often those that have the most positive mental health and you can see why you know because you can't bad things will happen change will come obstacles will come and I guess it's how you deal with that yeah it is all about that and I think you know I think yeah you've just said yeah and I think you know latest thing of course that's happened this month is of course the Olympics has started and yes. I think, I mean, I'm sure any athletes will tell you, you know, it's how you deal with pressure and 
being able to channel your mindset and all that kind of stuff. But even on like a non-Olympian athlete level, you know, when I found with the Euros, the Euros were great. And I think it did wonders for people's mental health, actually, because it gave people something to focus on that wasn't COVID. Mm. I, it felt like for the first time in 18 months, the first story on the news was about goal, a goal or how, I mean, obviously my perspective is different because I was from England, whatever. It was, you know, it was quite a big deal. He uh, did quite well, all that kind of stuff. And it was quite nice that it what a death toll or or COVID admissions to hospital wasn't the first story on the news. It felt like everything had something, everyone had something new to talk about and think about. And I'm kind of hoping the Olympics will do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's and it's so it's so it's just so exciting to be. Yeah. And I think it I yeah, I think it's important that people as well, if you are like a self-employed or that kind of stuff, but even if you're not, you take, try and take the opportunity for your usual programs not being on TV and try and... I Sorry, my <laughs> that was my dog. <laughs> that was the biggest snore ever. <laughs> Love it. Um, All right. Please you know, just kind of instead of you know there's a metaphor coming but you know instead of kind of dwelling that eastenders isn't on can we you know take the time to enjoy that something different is on that we can watch something else you know it's all about where you, a mindset is and what you focus on yeah yeah you know? completely i think that yeah you're right it's all about refocusing yeah where you're where you're at and 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 what's coming up so yeah um yeah it's exciting that we've got to um pick up where we left off with the weirdest 18 months ever and like i think what's really important and i'm going to point this out now is the the pandemic and covid is not over Mm -hmm. so we all need to be very careful like as things go into like um uh, the so-called uh, I hate using that term freedom day but um it's really really insensitive um but that that's what the the press yeah. dubbed it didn't they um but yeah. that that day where we were no longer required to wear masks in England in Wales it's still the same right now we still wear masks and our mm-hmm. restrictions are slowing down uh, 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 really easing mm-hmm. a little bit slower than England but you know um it's not gone we you know i know so many people right now who are ill or mm-hmm. um are isolating um mm-hmm. covid and it's just heartbreaking so yeah completely. Um, you know, you know what's funny in england though i've noticed how many people are still wearing masks there is i see at the supermarket you know i i live very near like a retail park and there has only been a couple of families out of hundreds and hundreds of people it's very busy that haven't been wearing masks actually I think yeah I I was expecting people to still wear them because obviously certain companies and things are encouraging us to and things like that but yeah not wearing them was by far the anomaly Mm. they stood out which obviously it's you know it's legal it's there free to choose but actually I was surprised that yeah most people are still wearing their mask um that's good I mean that's really really yeah and by the sounds of it they will be for a long time 
Um, I actually overheard a conversation that, you know, especially at the supermarket, I think a women woman in her 40s or 50s was talking to her mother and saying, yeah, I have no play, no intention to stop wearing it in situations like this. That's good. I think that's important. Um, so it's nice. And again, you know, taking the positive from it, you know, seeing these pictures and it can be really upsetting and frustrating to see people breaking the rules and are still being in COVID and all this kind of stuff. But, and I do get down about it a little bit, but then I look around and, you know, there, I see people choosing to wear their masks to protect themselves and to protect loved ones and people they don't know. And they're not being forced to anymore. It's, it's, it's legal not to wear them and they are choosing to do that. And I think it shows that actually human nature, humans in general, the majority are want to look out for each other. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the most important thing, I yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, I suppose that kind of, well, that positive note um, kind of leads us on to the next thing we were going to talk about. And that was our regular feature or what is going to be our regular feature of balls up of the week. <laughs> we have a bit of positive, but we're all about balance. Let's bring things down a bit. <laughs> yeah balls up of the week of the week so um well shall i start yeah go for it hmrc <laughs> yeah that's the response my tax bill i you know my dad told me oh have you done your tax bill i said no i haven't i said oh, okay so i thought you know what i'll be productive I'll forward think I will be on it and I was so proud of myself for not leaving it till January the 20th or whatever do it and it's killed me a little inside (laughs) because I the tax I had um um budgeted for but I had forgotten that because of because self-employment is my only source of income now that they, they would want 2022's bill half in advance yeah so i'd forgotten about that and i'd forgotten about pay on account thing i mean yeah why don't we learn about this at school it's the most frustrating thing that you can start a business anyone can start a business doing anything at all yeah but nobody explains to you your obligations and even the government website in this conversation on friday about obligations when you're an employer yeah the government website gives you a, a, a comp i guess what they would say is comprehensive breakdown which you know is mm-hmm. fair enough um but it doesn't clearly state like no. why is there no checklist why is there no clear list of mm-hmm. obligations you know and it doesn't explain i had no idea until i spoke to my accountant about yeah. paying on account yeah and i know and i, I, know, I six months not like half your tax a year earlier and i underestimated the national insurance contribution okay so that kind of was a hard lesson so actually you know what you know what i'm taking it back it's not a balls of the week it's a perfectly honest mistake which as you say we aren't informed about properly and you know what the teacher in me is going and it's the same when i'm i'm gesticulating i'm very 
getting very angry about this. My arms are waving around. Um, as a teacher, I feel information, important information, a lot of the time, you know what, the majority of the time isn't shared in a easily congestible, whatever the word is, way. It's just not, things aren't clear. They, it's, as you said, there isn't a checklist. It's, I think, I say it with my bills when they come in and, you know, why isn't there a sentence at the bottom that goes, you owe this amount of money? It's always about credit or all this kind of stuff, all the lingo and things. And actually, yeah, it's just not clear as it needs to be. So actually I'm reclaiming it. It's not a balls up of the week. It's a perfectly honest mistake, which yep. is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of ruined that feature then. Sorry, because I'm no, taking it No, it's not. It is. It's fine. <laughs> because what I think the point of balls up of the week is is that it's not really a balls up. <laughs> Swerve, it is a, yes, it is. Sorry. <laughs> yes. There's a lesson in everything. Absolutely. There we oh, go. Always. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, and as we said before, any balls up, actually, in my teaching cliched voice, there is a lesson in everything. Yeah. And I want to poke my own eyes out when I say that. But unfortunately and annoyingly, it is very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there we go. There was a balls of the week that wasn't a balls of the week, but there's a life lesson in there. And yeah, fabulous. It's <laughs> um, the truth. Yep, absolutely. Um, what was next on the list? Georgina well, did I do a balls up? Oh, the, oh, well, well, you had written this, but this is me. Internet being dodgy. I mean, that is just one thing you can't help. I mean, you know what? I'm going to say that's not our balls up of the week. This is internet providers' balls up of every week. Yeah, that is so. Tricky. I'm putting that balls up on them because, yeah. quite frankly, you everyone pays through the nose for internet connection and super fast broadband that tells us that it's going to power the universe and they can't get that right. Mm -hmm. And it frustrates me to hell. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm saying that is certain broadband, I won't name any, don't wanna get sued. Um, broadband providers balls up of every week. Yeah. Not ours. But the thing is, and yeah, I think the thing is, is that it's unfortunate, it's annoying, but people understand. Yeah, there's not much you can do. I mean, I, I think about my week in reflection and I'm, I'm going to turn it around and say I'm proud mm -hmm. rather than balls up because mm -hmm. I'm proud that my, my ability to bounce back now is way different to how it used yeah. to be. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. You know, I might not have had the most productive day yesterday, but that hasn't affected me on a on a deeper level. Um, you know, there are lots of things out there that can affect your confidence. And I think that it's really important that you can learn um, 
resilience and yeah. that these things are likely to upset you, and yeah. you but that you can bounce back from anything um you know so I think that's that's what I'm gonna say this week yeah but we actually have a question we do so yeah so, so yeah so the question on. is um do you need a ready-to-go product before you launch your offer on social media or can you build the audience first and create the offer and create I guess what they're saying is create the product later or whatever um so go for it Katie what do you think interesting one yeah I mean I've had many conversations like this with my dear father who I mean he's recently retired um and is kind of doing a bit of self-employed, so kind of semi-retired, so doing self-employed work. I'm fully self-employed, but he was, he owned a business, must have been 15 years ago for a good few years. And I'm very much Instagram generation, he's not. So we have very interesting perspectives and differences when it comes to building a business and promoting it and marketing it and that kind of stuff. You know, back when he was building his business, social media wasn't a thing. Mm, yeah. I mean, Facebook was obviously about, but it was by no means what it is today. And, you know, when he was when he was looking for clients, you know, he was having to have this finished product that he would go and sell to businesses and potential clients going, this is who we are this is what we do. And you had to have a bit like Dragon's Den, I suppose, you have to have things tied up in a bow. Otherwise, people aren't going to go for you. Yeah, yeah. Which And, and, and I guess the, the cons of that is the time it takes and the cost it takes to create a product before you're ready. You even have your audience or, you know, your basic oh, absolutely. Your knowledge, your, your research and... Um, but equally, what? How other way are you to communicate something before it's read? Before it's ready, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think the way—I mean, the way we communicate and the way we sell things—is completely changed. I mean, Instagram, along with a lot of the other social media platforms, have changed everything. You know, I think we we see every day on our Instagram feeds, you know, businesses that have started just an individual on their phone talking about things that has then grown into a product and a business with a big following and things like that um so i mean that's obviously a very organic way to do it um but it's a hard one because i i don't know which way is better i mean i suppose the latter is less risky because, as you say, you're not investing those time and resources into things that might not work. You know, organic things are always, you know, your audience is going to buy it and that kind of thing. Um, but I suppose it, are you, Mar, I suppose, goes back to the situation I'm in, you know, I am. Um, building a part of my business if you can get followers that's great but can you get followers and a following without a clear message without that product yeah so it, it's hard 
to know. I suppose it's a balance between the two, is it? I don't know. Swallowed so loud. <laughs> Maisie just loves to get crashed. The podcast, just I love it. And making a noise. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a real, it's a real balance. I think mm-hmm. because social media's opened so many doors to yeah. everybody. Whether you're a celebrity, it's a direct link to your mm-hmm. fans. Um, mm-hmm. whether you are a service-based business or a product-based yeah. business is a direct link to your audience without needing like a brick and mortar. It's like, yeah. it's really opened doors and mm-hmm. so many people out there have literally launched their careers off social media. Yeah. Um, what I think is important to remember, like you said, is that without a clear... That like values, uh, mm-hmm. direction, an audience. Um, you're basically just stabbing in the dark. Yes. So whenever you're creating your product or or concept, con- like creating a concept, mm-hmm. that's what you need to think about. Yeah. And oh, honestly, I believe the the key is just being authentic to yourself. People buy into you, who you are, and yeah. and, and they'll buy into that because that's who that's who mm-hmm. you are. Um, but I think it's a real balance. I think you can start sharing to your audience uh before your product is finished mm-hmm. um i suppose the key message has to be there though you have to know what you're standing for yeah um because even if you're not overtly selling a message you're selling your self your personality because that's what you're doing on social media even if it's not a business page you're promoting your values your hobbies yourself yeah so at the end of the day you know if I think about my Instagram pages whether it was way back in the day when it was just my page and showing myself even to now when I'm about to launch a part of my business actually if I think about it the core message is the same because it's, as you say, authentically coming from me. Yeah. So I think as long as your message is clear and and I think that's a, a brilliant of example of why what you put on the internet, you have to be really careful mm. because if you go back far enough on Instagram, mm why i mean we won't go into cancel culture that's a whole different episode for another day yeah but that's when it starts getting hard because i think people sign up to a brand and they spend their money and their effort with this person and then they start to realize maybe they aren't that because they are their message kind of thing and that's an episode for another day but yeah i think message needs to be clear and whenever you launch your product i suppose it has to be solid you know there are very few people out there because there are some there are people we won't name any on instagram with lots of followers that sell things that are pure crap you know look at there are certain celebrities that sell dangerous diets plans and all that kind of stuff and absolutely naff products that you can get so much better quality elsewhere but because they've got a big following they could sell they could sell 
air and it would be war but very few people are in that situation I think whether you've got whatever stage you're at to be able to sell a reasonable amount your your product has to be good whether you have that sorted at the start or down the road yeah people aren't stupid (laughs) you know it has to be worth it to do well and to be able to sustain it you might sell you might have a flurry at the start but you'll get figured out if it's not a good quality product or service so I guess it's both which is a very wishy-washy answer but yeah yeah Yeah, I I think think so I think it's really about if you have a clear Mm -hmm. message and decision about what your product's going to be Mm -hmm. I think you can begin sharing that before it's ready I feel like that is um you know it gives you it it saves you money because you know that the audience is out there um but ultimately my my advice just be to go for it but just just do it in the most appropriate way possible yeah I think clear message and authenticity and drive to for it to want to do well and even if the product that particular product you've got in mind doesn't work people will like you anyway because you're being authentic you're being honest and they can just sense the effort and whether it ends up being a different project it doesn't matter because as you say fundamentally the product is only 50 percent. the person behind it is the other 50 i think in this day and age yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's all about um, all about who you are as a person. Because mm-hmm. people do care these days. Really, really important. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess that's the answer to that one. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so I think that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about today, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, you know what, that like kind of wraps it up in terms of... I think it does. Are. Um so yeah, I think we will be over on Peerboard. I think we will pose that question up on Peerboard. Yeah. Um, and it'd be lovely to hear what people think about that. Yeah, and you can obviously um, find us on our Instagram um, at in the middle space. And absolutely. And we always and- take questions and your question might come up on the pod next time or after that so it'd be lovely to hear from you but otherwise it'll be two weeks yeah we'll see you in two weeks see you later